Okay, so we'll start on 65 on the top. I think we did it because we discussed Akar Satov last time, I remember. This is a few weeks ago. Uh, but okay, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I was actually going to start off by discussing how we have to chazer over Hakar uh, <laughs> Satov, I guess. We're actually going to chazer over. Every, 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 every sugi, every mini sugi. Bitochum is the major sugi that we're discussing. But there's so many, you know, sub sugias like the sugi of Hakar Satov, how appreciating life itself and what we have, how that's so integral to Bitochum. It leads into bitachon. Bitachon leads into it. It's a it's a constant flow, right? If you appreciate what you have, that's going to bring you to a high level trust in a kaddish baruch Hu. If you trust in a kaddish baruch Hu, that everything's for the best, that's going to help you with your hakar satov. That's with all all pinimius, all sugis. Oh, someone left their phone there. So uh, all the sugis, all the good sugis, they they flow into each other and they and, they, and they're mechazik each other. And, you know, we've been doing this. I, I don't know exactly what number this is. This is about, this is, might be the 30th. Actually, I think this might be the 30th Chabur since we started. I think we started after, after Sukkot. And I'll tell, I mean, I've spoken to many people here um, throughout the, the weeks. And people still come over to me. And, and they're saying how these concepts in the Chobos of Abbas and the Sharbi Tachon, which are timeless. They've been around since the year 1000. They've been going on for 1000 years. This Sefer has been around in 1000 years. A thousand. Where, where it comes from. What? Right, it's part of the bigger safe. Yeah, but, this, but these words are a thousand years old. I mean, how many things are you learning that's a thousand years old? Of course, Chumash, <laughs> Talmud Bavli, and Yerushalmi. But after that, it's not that much. Ma- he's one of the earliest of the Rishonim. He's one of the earliest of the Rishonim. And these words are timeless. They're still as applicable today as they were probably when he wrote them. And people are coming over and they're, and they're, and they're expressing that these words of the, of the Shabbatach and those who are, who are taking it to heart, they're changing a person's day, changing their week, changing their, the way that they interact and react with all different types of situations. So I'm happy to share those people, even people here have discussed with me that this is, this is working. It's working. Right? Lo lacham lachalagmur. It's not upon us to finish it, to be the, the Baal talking extraordinaire that nothing ever bothers us. We're always smiling 100%. That's not, it's not upon us right now. But not to be a Ben Choron to say, I'm not, but I'm not going to work on it. If I, if I can't know everything, then I'm not going to work on it. No. We see what can happen to a person who, who tries. So let's start again here. Page 65, Hashishi. The sixth quality <clears throat> That we have to believe and we have to trust in the Bori Olam and to understand about him is It's to recognize the great kindness that a Kaddish Baruch Hu, that God bestows upon people and how he began to be so kind and good at the beginning of a... And they, and they add here, how early on is a Kaddish Baruch Hu good to us? From the, from the beginning when a person, when a child is forming in, in, the, in the womb of his mother. Already from that stage, HaKadosh Baruch is the one who set the whole process up, all the biological process. He's the one who's allowing the, the mother to be able to feed the baby. We're all in HaKadosh Baruch sense. We don't, we don't create that process that's created. Without his being deserving of it, this was a very big line, we receive much more than we deserve. For the amount of tov that we receive, we have not put in that amount of hours of Torah mitzvahs and Amunah B'tachem 
to deserve that which we've, we have received. And it's a different way of living when a person lives, when a person thinks he owes God or God owes him. Those are two different ways in total living life. If you think God owes you, then your entire life, every single thing that doesn't go well, you're frustrated, you're anxious, you worry, you're upset, angry even, to the highest level of blasphemy. Not that we're going to get to that, but that's where it can lead. Kfira. But if a person lives a life like the way the the way that the Chavos of Avos is teaching us, that we owe, we're always, in a, we're always behind. Our life is to continually feel. We have to live with our life that a Baruch gives us more than we give him. And we always, not, not in a way of pressure, B'tachan is against pressure, but we should always feel that we can give back more and appre- at least appreciate and when I say at least, I don't mean at least. Appreciating what we receive is the avoda itself. The Chavos of in, in Shara Vodos Elokim, which is right before this. And Shara Bechina, which is two before this. It's very dependent on this midah called Hakar Satov, to appre- just appreciate. Right? When a person, when, when, a, when, a ch- when a parent gives a child, which is all the time, parents are constantly, everybody here is, is a parent, it's non-stop the amount that one gives his child. The very fact that there's a, there's a house over the kid's head, every single second he's there, is because the parent's paying the mortgage. So it's infinite how much chesed a parent is doing for the child. Do we charge the children? Do we, what, what, what does a parent want? If a child would just appreciate what he has, there's nothing greater in a parent's life. We don't need the kid to say, you know, Dad, I just want to, you know, I, uh, I took a job out and I, I want to pay for some of the mortgage. No, there's no, a parent doesn't even want that. Just appreciate. What does that cost? Nothing. It costs just some brain power, some thinking, some real, real self-introspection, appreciating what one has. That's what a Kodesh Baruch wants. He's the parent, right? Bitachon is a, a father and a son. And if a person would just spend some time a day being makir tov, which tefillah is filled with it. It's already filled with it. If we would just be, if we'd have the kavanah salev, like we're supposed to during davening, and to recognize what we're saying. <coughs> right? Every shayotzer, every berachas hashachar, every berachas anenin. All these things are ways of being appreciating and being makir tov to a Kodesh Baruch Hu. Then, then, then we're good. Then we're paying him what he deserves. Right? Does it make sense? I think so. You don't, have to, you don't have to be learning 24-7. You don't have to be davening 24-7 to be able to pay back for all the tov and all the chesed that Hashem does for us. All we have to do is appreciate that it's from Him. It's very simple. And it's, 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 it could blow up your mind. It could, just, it could open you up totally. People might feel a pressure. Well, I have to give tzedakah and I have to give all the, I have to do so much stuff to thank a Kaddish Baruch for all He's done for us. It's too, it's too much. If a person would really think about the chesed, right? if you'd really be misbone on the chesed that's done for us every single day, for weeks, months, the years that we're alive, it, it's, if you'd really think about it, it could blow your mind. The whole system could crash. So what could happen to a person? It's not even possible for him to appreciate, and therefore he won't. And then he just goes into like non-appreciating mode. It's not possible. It's not possible. Right? When something is too much, the system breaks, 
That's it. Shiras HaKelem. I can't even do the Avoda. But that's what the Mishnah Perkev is saying. Lo alecha hamlechal ligmor. This is a yesod kloli in kola Torah in, in Avodah Hashem in life. And no one expects you to do the entire malacha. Lo alecha hamlechal ligmor. It's not on you. It's not on you. Like alecha is also like the Lashen ol. It's not an ol on you to finish. But therefore, oh, okay, so it's not on me to finish. So then I don't, then I'm, then I, then what? Now you're free from that pressure of thinking of the finish. Now I can step by step. I could spend a little time appreciating, a little bit more time appreciating, and that itself is huge. The the sugiva karasatov, besides it being the emes, right? It's the emes. It strengthens one's bitachon, which ultimately calms a person in life, and it gives them the greatest simchasachayim. I bet if we did a study, this is like, I mean, you can't, I don't know if you could, maybe you could do a study, that the happiest people in the world, if you could do such a study, are the people who are, really appreciate what they have. I'm not even saying Jew, to God, even though that's where we always appreciate it. Even a guy, if he's a person who appreciates what he has, he doesn't expect things in life, he appreciates his family, he appreciates his coworkers and his boss and, you know, the sun God, who, I'm saying even a guy. I, I would, I would, pretty sure that these are the happiest people in life. You could, anybody could disagree. I don't mind. No, is that, is that would that be a pretty? Can you imagine every single moment appreciating what you have? And we have the Rebona Shalom, so we know every single moment is mamish from the Rebona. We don't have to look to this person and that person. We go to one source every single time. He made it easy for us. It's a lot of messengers, but there's one source where it comes from. And even when we're not. Deservant of it. We're not even deservant of it. All the more so. He says, rather it is out of his, Hashem's generosity, his goodness and kindness that he has done so, as explained in the Gate of Examination, the Shara Bechina. So he says in the translation here, he says, And David Melech says, and tell him, You have done great things, you, O Lord, my God, Hashem. Your wonders and your thoughts are for us. Everything that Kaddish Baruch is thinking about, everything that a parent does, <coughs> most of the parent's mind is on his children. Well, mostly. It's like, we're the children of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. His, Everything he does in this world is for us. Even when he deals with some country out in who knows where. Somehow, somehow, it's for us. Somehow. There's none equal to you. Were I to tell and speak, there would be too many to tell. It's not, it's not shy to, to speak all of them out. But you should speak out some of them. To speak all of them, it's not shy. But to speak some of them is very shy and it's very important. What do you want to say? I would say it's like Bishmas also. Right. right, it's not shy. But we still say praises. So, yeah, exactly. Right, that's a feeling of it's, it's infinite, but not paralyzing. But I'm still going to say what I could say. But we have to understand that first step is that it's, it's, it's literally infinite. So I'm going to say a few. Right? Okay. And if a person would, and if a person would be makrito for what he has, right, the point of this safer here 
right? We could speak, we could have a whole safer on a karsatov, which I have swarm on just a karsatov. But for our sugya, for the purpose of our sugya, is that a karsatov leads into bitachon. Right? Like we said a few minutes ago, that when a person appreciates everything he has and all the different ways of his life, gashmis, ruchnis, family, everything that he has, and everything he has had. And where did that come from? And where did that all come from? If it comes from the Bari Olam, so that means that everything that I have in life that's good is from him. Therefore, what should come out in an inner way is I can trust him and I can rely on him wholeheartedly, fully. If I'm here today, it's because of him. So in every aspect of my life, I'm going to throw it on him also. He has a good track record. And then, let's keep, we always have to keep following the bouncing wall. And if I can rely on the Boreolum for everything, I can be calm, I can be tranquil, I can be besimcha, which is the ultimate goal of the bitachon, as we've learned, and we keep learning. Right? Okay. So page 65, let's go on the bottom now. Vashvi, the seventh quality, Sheizbarer etz lo kiyesh l'chol ha-havayi shebolom hazeh me'etzem u-mikra gvul yadu. Says the Chavos Avavos, Sheizbarer. When you see that word Sheizbarer, what does Sheizbarer mean? I mean, they have it right over here. But they write, it should be clear. What does what it mean? What does it mean? Breiro. Choice. means choice. To be mevarer. Separate, sifting, it, it, making choices, but to think deeply. When the Chavos Vavah says the word Sheizbarer, it means that we have to think about this. It's not so simple. The Hakar Satovan was very simple. To examine, to, to think his boneness. So a minute ago, we were discussing Hakar Satov. That's very, very simple. That's, we receive from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we should have Hakar Satov. Concept we've heard a million times. So this, this one, we're going to have to think a little bit about. The seventh quality, it should be clear to the person. It should become clear through examination and recognizing all the, and all the deep anal- analysis to the person that all things in existence in this world, all things that are in existence, what is considered in existence, both those that are essential, that's how they're translating the word etzem. It's a hard, it's a hard safer to translate. There's no question. It's a hard safer to translate. What does it mean essential? So they understand in this Sefer, referring to the beings and objects themselves that were brought into creation. Things, people, stuff. Etzim, all the gashmius of the world. The stuff. And what does it mean, mikra? They translate here, and those that are accidental. What, are they re- what does it really mean? Mikra means, it's like a happening. It's a mikra. Happens, but a happening. I don't know why they translate it exactly as accidental. Um, but he says here, but they, they, they understand it as referring to the events that happen to those objects and beings. So everything in existence, whether it be physical objects, <coughs> including people and animals and all of that, plus all of the events, the zmanim, all the current events, the past events, all stuff that happens in zman, that world of stuff, all of that, says the Chavos of Ovos, has a gvul yadua. What's a gvul? It has a clear and defined limit. A gvul is a boundary. Everything is a boundary. A person is born, there's a limit to how long he can live. 
Everything has a boundary. There's a certain event that happens in the world. There is a time where it will end. There, I don't know. Is there still an event? Besides, you know, creation itself, is there anything else that's going on still? I mean, there's anything that happened at the beginning, that, that happened 100 years ago that's still going on, such a thing? I don't know why. The Industrial Revolution. Is it, is it still the Industrial Revolution? or That ended and now we're living past it. Any, any tragedy of a, that Chas Hashem someone should go through. It was a certain period of time and then there's after that. So everything has, has, a, has a boundary, has a limit. The second that anything is created, again, created means people, place, thing, any nouns, right? Any events. The second it's created, it already has to have a limit. A person has a limit. The event has a limit. HaKadosh Baruch tells Avram Avinu, the Brisbane of Sarim, well before Claudius goes to Mitzrayim, you're going to go to Mitzrayim, but you're going to get out. There was a, he created boundaries. Everything is, right? But the point is that right at the beginning, the Bari Olam already has created a limit. If he's creating an event, he created the whole event from the beginning. Right? Everything is already set. Why would he have to tell them they're going to get out? He didn't tell them they're going to get out. He said it's going to be 400 years. That was the Iker. Iker was the amount of time. No, I'm just saying you just said that he was telling them they're going to get out. But it was, the, it was the 400 years probably. If, if, if he tells Abu you know, that everything has, is, you know, has, has, has a time, right? End, so to right. Speak, limitation. You don't need to be told it's going to end. Correct. But to Mechazik... And since the Kodesh Baruch Hu knew and created, it would be 400 years or 210. Okay, so, that, so that's... So that that's translates that... So that's the reason why we need... So the point I'm making is that's the reason... If we see that a Kodesh Baruch Hu is already telling Abram Avino in order to be Mechazek him that there's going to be an end, then you know, it's, it's, it's not such a, a difficult thing to understand why people need to... It's not a lack of Yitapam to know that something... That, that to be told is going to end. Because it is. We're just defining just right now... But right now we're just defining. Now, I'm not using the words we're talking yet. We're saying that there is an end to every event. There is an end. Every event and everything. Hmm? Every event and everything. Every event and everything. Already from the beginning. Has a gvul yadua. Yadua by Hashem. He knows. And he says, V'lo Yosef v'lo yigra amasha gozer habori yizborach bekamuso ve'ichusu uzmano umakomo. And therefore... It is impossible. This is an amuna. It is impossible to add or subtract from the limit that Hashem may be blessed has decreed. Whatever the Boreolim, or he already decreed it. And we're going to get we're going to get into some issues here, but let's just read what he says here. We just translate. That's not true. What? We know that's not true. Right, we're already getting into the issues here. But let's. I'm going to read the whole paragraph here. You know that's not true. Um, I don't even know. The example, I'm, even the example you just gave. Yeah. With the Klai shows going down to the triumph. They didn't stay down as long as they were supposed to. What, the 400? Yeah, I mean, you can make calculations that it really started from, you know, from Yitzhak, but that's just to make it work. It, it's not, it, it didn't, it, it didn't really, you know, it, Yeah, this is gonna, it, we have to, we definitely have to answer for some Chazals. Yeah, I'm going to die when he was supposed to die. He lived longer because Adam Arishan gave up some of his, uh, even that concept is, 
it's hard to understand why someone has to give up something in order for something <coughs> to happen. You know, like, I'm, I, I, I'm asking. I'm not... Go ahead, go ahead. You said you don't want to get into it. Yeah, because there are, there are definitely chazals. There are definitely chazals that have to be worked out. But let's just read. We'll read here first. And he says... Right, so you cannot, you can't add or subtract to that decree. Okay? Okay, we'll answer the question in a minute. Not in kamus, amount, and not in echus, and not in quality. Uzmano, umakomo, not in time, not in place. A person, he says, cannot change an object's quantity, quality, time, or place. You can't change what the what Kaddish Baruch Hu decreed. That's what we're saying. Of course, people change things all the time, but anything that you change already was decreed, was already decided by Kaddish Baruch Hu. David Melech was supposed to live seventy years. He was supposed to live seventy years. Just Adam Rishon became the one who was going to provide that for him. When David Melech was born, he was really going to live seventy years. He was. But somebody had to be the one to give him that. Someone had to be the one to give him that. Okay, we're not, we'll discuss this later. You cannot increase that which was decreed to be few, nor can he decrease that which was decreed to be many. You can't add to what a decree and you can't take away. We know the Pasuk says, comes the man, the man which is a, a very high level manifestation of, of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, providing Parnassah for every single Jew specifically. And everybody was supposed to take an Omer. And those who took more than an Omer got home and realized they didn't get any more. And those who took less than an Omer, I don't need it today, I'm not so hungry. They came back and they realized, ooh, I have an Omer. Each person according to what he thought, he gathered. So, so for Kaddish Baruch gave everybody the exact amount they're supposed to have. You can't add, you can't take away. A, 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 maybe a sticky Gemara is where Chazal say that our Parnas is already set from Rosh Hashanah Tiyom Kippur. Like Gemara and Be'ya. But there's, there's, we have to understand, yes, there's definitely questions. Ben is right. There's no question that it has to be understood. This line has to be understood with within the context of a lot of Chazals. Really, according to what you said, is that our Parnassa was, de- was determined at the beginning of creation, not at Rosh Hashanah. That also might be um, something that has to be worked out. I hear what you're saying. I didn't think about that, but could be. Yeah, correct. Based on those determinations. But it's also been determined that those things could change <laughs> based upon things well, that are buried if it determined that would be allowed to be. It was also determined that you would, you know, daven or do whatever to change the determination. You know, we're gonna read. A, we're gonna read a story in a, in a minute. Uh, something like this. So. <laughs> no, but I'm gonna give. I'm gonna give an. I'm gonna give an answer. I'm gonna give an, a, a Chloe's like an answer soon, for every type of question possible. And I'm, gonna, I'm ready today. I'm gonna give a Chloe's like an answer. This is all, this is you require, probably, you've, you've probably never heard this answer before in your life. But we'll get there. We'll get there. <laughs> I hope so. Either this is the last year or this is going to be... <laughs> so he says, Viter, he says, 
ולא מאחר למה שגוזל להקדימו, ולא מאגדים למה שגוזל לאחרו. Similarly, a person will not be able to delay something that has been decreed to be early, nor is he able to hasten something that has been decreed to be delayed. HaKadosh Baruch Hu sets everything, everybody, everything, every event up beforehand. It's already decreed what's the end, and we just, we have to live in it, and not try to speed it up, not try to make it, just live in it. We do our shtadlis, but not to speed it up. It's to live in the moment of this event or our lives. And if we... What? I, I thought we were supposed to hasten things to The happen. redemption? Yeah. Hasten the redemption. Yeah. I don't know exactly. I mean... Okay, these, again, these are all... These are questions. These are all different questions on this, I understand. I don't know if I'm the one to answer all these questions. Um, you know, just to answer that one, not fully, but... There are those who have tried to, quote unquote, hasten the redemption, and they ended off not in a good, not in a good way. So it, it was, of course, it was. If we believe that every event, everything, even in our life, is already set in a certain way, the beginning, and the end is set. Again, we can live. The goal is with bitachon to trust the Kaddish Baruch Hu that he's made these boundaries, and now we should be able to live within those boundaries, come. Even though there might be rough waters, but if I know that I'm going to get to the, I'm going to get to the other side. Now the other side, we have to translate what the other side means. The other side means whatever, wherever that is that the Kaddish Baruch decides it to be. That's the other side. It doesn't mean it's land. It, we don't know, right? You can't have any expectations. At the end of the day, we all end up as neshamas. So that's the other end. So even if there's rough waters, we know that the end is determined and it's for the best. And we can get there. High, this is high level. I'm not saying there's not. This is high level. But this should lead to a certain calmness. Yes, there's something that just came at me. This uh, financial thing, this uh, sickness, there's something that came my way. There's an end to it. What's the end? I don't know. But a Kaddish Baruch has decided, and it's not happenstance. Whenever we have these doubts, it's happenstance. I don't know. That's called the Malik. That's called the Malik. That's very painful. But if I know that this is happening from the Boreolam, and I know already that there's an end to this, I don't know, I don't know when, what, I don't know, but there is. He did decree that. I believe that then it's possible that a person can, can go through those rough waters with a little bit more serenity than he had before. That's what we're saying here. Let's read one more, two more lines here. Page 67. That which does happen in this manner, things seem to be have sped up, Things seem to have changed from what was originally projected. All of that has been decreed by the Creator from the beginning of creation. It was already said. Chazal tells us that the Yamsuf, there was already a condition, the beginning of creation, that the Yamsuf would split 2,500 years after it was set. Pasuk says, after the Yamsuf went back, it says, Le'isano, went back to its strength. So Chazal say from there, that it was back to its strength, it was already predetermined that it would split at that time. 
So anything that seems to have changed, it really didn't. He's going to go on. We're not done yet with this, with this sugya. But for a minute, let's, let's read here on 66 in the bottom. I want to discuss this for a minute. Look at this long, this long note here. It is impossible to add or subtract from the limit that Hashem may be blessed as decreed. The Tovah Levonon, who is one of the Perushim on, on Sharbitachon, illustrates this with the following example. A boat is supposed to set sail on the following day. Its captain is falsely accused by the ruler, thereby delaying the voyage. During that period, pirates wreaked havoc at sea, so that when the boat finally set out, the crew, fearing the terror, took a different route. That new route caused the boat to crash into rocks. All the passengers drowned, and the sea carried a case filled with treasures to the shore. At the same time, the ruler of a different city, it's like a movie, the ruler of a different city was falsely accusing a righteous person of wrongdoing, causing the latter, the righteous person, to flee to the seashore. At that very moment, the case with the treasures floated to the shore. That same treasure that came out from that boat, that crashed, that shouldn't have been on that route on that day, right? The righteous man took the case and consequently was able to support himself for the rest of his life. Sounds like a lot of the stories we read. The initial cause of the righteous man's livelihood, the initial cause of the righteous man's livelihood was the first ruler's false accusation. Right? The initial cause of the righteous man's livelihood now that he got that treasure was the, was the first ruler's, right, that first guy with the first boat, it was because of his accusation. Had the captain set sail earlier, before the pirates began their terror, he would not have traveled the dangerous alternate route that, was co- that caused this ship to crash. He only changed his route because the pirates. The pirates only because they set sail a day or a few days later. The second cause was the pirates wreaking havoc at that very time. The third cause was that the case was able to float away since it was on the boat. The fourth cause was the sea's current pushing the case towards the specific shore. The fifth cause was the ruler's accusation against the righteous man at that very time. The sixth cause, the righteous man's decision to run away. The seventh cause was his decision to run at that very time to that very location, the seashore. Behold, none of these happened accidentally. That's a crazy story. That was a crazy story. But none of these things happen accidentally. Rather, Hashem in His wisdom coordinated that everything happened in its time and place. He wanted, ultimately, HaKadosh Baruch says, I want this righteous guy, this chassid, to have pranosa for the rest of his life. So how am I going to do this? So he creates this entire hishtalshos, unbelievable thing. Not only was the drowning of the crew and the breaking out of terror at sea all by divine decree, but the simultaneous coordination was also effected through God's wisdom to execute His will and decree. Understand this, for it is deep, and this is the author's intent. There's a Tov Levon and a saying, according to the Chavos Now, everyone's life is like this every single day. Like how we interact with all these people and all these things, how did it come to be? It's impossible. It's unfathomable to try to think these things up. And how, did, how is our life the way it seems? How, how did all these things happen? It's not that it's fun to work backwards a little bit, but to live every day 
It's unfathomable. And how, how do you explain it for the uh, families and the passengers who were drowned? You know, it's, you know, it's a nice ending for the righteous person, obviously. But, but for the people that said, the family of the passengers that were drowned, you could say, well, had this not happened on this day, and this not happened on this day, then my husband or my father or my brother would, would still be alive. So you're saying that's, you're talking about pa- families who don't have Vitochen or they do have Vitochen? No, what I'm saying is... I'm, okay, let me ask you a question. I'll ask you a question. Let's say these families had full Vitochen. How would they respond to that? They would say that everything was preordained, as we're discussing. But what I'm trying to explain is I think it's easier for the family of the righteous person in this particular illustration to have Vitochen. And I think it's much more challenging for the family of the passengers there's no question that one's might, might be so, more I mean back to what, what Ben was saying a little bit before is it's like if, if things have limits and if we're not told about them then you can you can have despair perhaps let's let's say let's say in another way the pi- here the the, the 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 king's false accusation the pirates wreaking havoc the people di- dying, the king's sec- the other king's accusation that he did that. Every it is every single thing was coordinated by Kaddish Baruch Hu as the result. One second, one second. That was a result. Every Kaddish Baruch Hu organized. I shouldn't have said what I said before. The point was not just that this guy got the money. That's what we have to say. It wasn't. The point was that the king made a false accusation and he was wrong. It, the point was that these people die because they deserved it. For why? I don't know. That, that was last year. We can go back to the last one. The only reason why the people dying is germane to the story is because nobody has a claim to the, to the, to, to the money. That's the only reason why it needs to be. In, in this, or it's to answer his question. No, for, for this, no, no. It, it, this story is being brought, this illustration is being brought to illustrate... Um, the the benefits that this person got from uh, this treasure coming onto the shore, and all the points that led up to the treasure being available to him, and even the fact that he had to run away to find it. Right, so bad things seemed to have been happening to him. He got falsely accused. It wasn't like he was absolved of his false accusation. He had to run away. He had to run away specifically to a place where this treasure happened to have been. How the treasure get there? Because Hashem orchestrated it, that it would be available and nobody would claim to it. That's the reason. It's not. It's, it's, it's not because then you don't really need the first half of the whole story. Because if the story was just about well, this, more this, to more, this more I'm saying all these people decide to be on this boat at that time is, is, is right. Is, so the is, whole the story is the story is it has a few understandings. It's not just about the person. This story really could be from the perspective of every single person there. We could tell the story in in the perspective of the people who drowned. Yeah, or the ruler themselves. Exactly because Hakadosh Baruch at the same time, which is unfathomable. It's not shy to even think about such a thing. He's orchestrating every single person, every single event for that person in that event. Each in their own... That's why we need this whole crazy story. It doesn't seem like even... Why do the people die? What does it have to do with it? Because that's the way a Kaddish Baruch Hu runs it at all times. And because... One second, hold, hold that thought. And because it's unfathomable, now what do we do? Because This is how life goes all the time. You have one boat that sinks and... 
There's a million different reasons why that happened. How do we, what, what do we do with that unfathomable type of thinking? So either we break, life's totally happenstance, I'm just going to do it, it's Hefkervelt, or, or Kaddish Baruch is running every single event, and I'm just, it's, it's him. That's the, reason, that's the reason, um, again, uh, it's, it's to illustrate how this individual benefited from all those different, quote-unquote, happenstances. Now, if you wanted to look at one of the individuals that drowned on the boat, it would be a different story. It just would have ended earlier. It would be an illustration of how it came to, get, how to be. But, but what I'm saying is... I he's showing you how you benefit. No, no, it's not just benefit. I don't want to say that because it's not just the benefit. It's really not. It's really not. It's really, it's really not just about that. I think you have to look at what, what, what the Rebbe is saying is that is you have to look at every person's role in this, and because every life, every person's life, is finite to themselves. Yeah, exactly. So, so I'm saying this righteous person getting the treasure. It, it's, but it's it the, the whole story is revolving around that goal. Mm-hmm. No, it's not. It just the the trick is it because it ends that way. That's what we think that the story is about. But in, in Hashem's perspective, there's, every story is its own story. Nobody's disagreeing with that. Right. I'm just saying just, it, 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 it's using, there's essential character in this illustration. I, I, I hear what you're saying, but I don't want to say it. He's not, because in this, just, I mean, in the Tovah Levonon, who's a parent. It's impossible for you to, to illustrate all of the, I don't know, hundreds or thousands. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Involved I know what you mean. In making this come together, but you still have to you have to bound the story. Otherwise, you're going to be overwhelmed with the with with each little fact. The, the, There's the, way, way more things happening than right in this. Than, than, than this the, 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 correct in this Chovas of Vovas, he does not say he has not said that the the point is that you're going to benefit. Right. So my, so what I'm trying to say is that that I don't think that's what the Tovah of Vonon means. Even though this guy, at the end of the day, he did benefit. There's no question, and it's unfathomable. But one, the the, the point I want to make is that when something is like unf- the, the amount here is unfathomable. Like Ben's saying, you could if we would go into every single one of the stories, you'd you'd everyone have to have their own story. How did that guy get to the boat? Fifty of the people that got on the boat probably they have their own stories. How they got to that boat? When you the you pirates, can live like this. You know, why, the pirates that place and that why did they become pirates? Yeah, like, and what did their parents do? That they became so what do you do? So what do you do? So either you go like this. Either you say, now when you have something that's unfathomable. So now I could say like this. My expectations are, 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 could be limitless. Meaning there's a certain situation that comes my way. doesn't look so good. Okay, let's just use an example. This situation that comes my way doesn't look so good. Okay? Now I know that HaKadosh Baruch Hu organizes, orchestrates everything from the beginning to the end, it's all worked out already, and there's an end. It's all for your benefit. It's always for my best. It's always for my best. Whatever that means. Your benefit might not be what you perceive to be your benefit. I, I didn't say what you perceive. So one second, I'm, I'm with. So everything ultimately is for the best. That's that's what that's Chavos Vavos teaches. It's for the best. Now, how do you now go live through that event that's happening to you? Mm, not yet. We'll finish off with that because we do have to finish. But how do you go through that? I'm staying overtime. How do you? It's very simple. It's not a such a bomb. You'll see. It's very simple. How do you? How do you live through that? So either you can live. Listen to this. 
unfathomable, limitless uh, situations, uh, aspects of the story. So either you can live with an unfathomable, limitless amount of expectations. Maybe it's this, maybe it's this, maybe this is what's going to happen, maybe this is what's going to happen, this, right? person has something not so good happen to him. He goes through the, um, the, the limitless amount of expectations. It's going to end off good somehow, benefit, I don't know, but there's a million different ways, so I'm going to try to think about all those different ways. Is that the Mahalach? Or is the Mahalach is, once it becomes, it's so unfathomable, I surrender to, I surrender to it. I surrender to a Kaddish Baruch. This whole situation is called a Kaddish Baruch. I surrender to it. And I'm just going to go the way it's supposed to go. But there's two ways you can come out of this. Even in a person thinking good. This is unfathomable. Kaddish Baruch, how he runs the world is crazy. It's always the best. So I'm going to expect. Am I going to expect the unfathomable? You, if you expect the unfathomable, then you're going to get caught. Because expectations always take form. You're going to think it's this, it's that, it's this thing, it's this reason. You're probably going to get caught. The Hobbes is saying, it's good. You can't change it. We'll talk about Ishtadlis. We're not talking about Ishtadlis now. Again, I keep saying that again and again. We are not discussing Ishtadlis. There is Ishtadlis. But what's the, what's the, the Yisod? This is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It was decreed. You cannot change it. You can live through it, and I'm going to surrender to it. Now, the question that people have, and it's glaring from these words of the Chavos of Avos, is if something is predetermined, and if we are saying here everything is predetermined, then everybody's going to ask, then what? Where's your choice? Where's free will? Where's... Which itself, by the way, is something to think about. Where, who even said you have free will? Who said? Where's that concept even? Now, it says, So there is a concept. Choice to believe that everything is what we just said. <laughs> so, that's, so that's the answer. What? what? So the, the Baal Bitochem, the Baal Bitochem is not bothered by this. He's not bothered by that question. There's predetermination. And now there's, but, but there's Bechir Chavshas. Wherever that, again, where that Lashon comes from, I don't even know where that comes from. But let's just say that's a question. Predetermination is a steer to Bechir Chavshas. My free choice with me, Hashem already determined it. Where's my free choice? The Babi Tachum says, who cares? It's all for the best. Oh, wait, wait. Even the steer, even the contradiction is the way Kaddish Baruch wants it. So, so I can live happily even with the contradiction. A Babi Tachum lives with questions Happily. So what? Can you just go a step further and say that that everything you just said, yes. However, one other thing, which is the Bechira is not me lifting up my phone. The Bechira is inside here, I want to lift up my phone. But if I'm not able to lift up my phone, I'm okay with that. But, but there is some sort of Bechira going on up here. Okay, so that's a different answer that we could discuss afterwards, but that's... I'm trying to give it. That's Bechira. Like the, you make a choice, and by the way, whatever <laughs> manifests after I make my choice is not on me. I, I'm established this, that, the other thing, but that's what's in the fact that you made could, your could choice you, to could, lift could up you be comfortable? Right. Could you be comfortable knowing that it never was your choice whether to pick up the phone or not? Could you yeah. live? Could you live with that? I could. Okay, so that's 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 what he's saying. I could. 
We don't need to come to any. There are many. You're giving an intellectual answer. There's many intellectual answers, but the Bavli Tochon, it's not. It doesn't matter. I don't need to understand what my is. My happiness in life is not dependent on this answer. Be talking about dependent on this answer. I trust. That's that's a trust. I trust the Kaddish Baruch. Everything's for the best. Alti Dag. When you start looking for answers to this question, and I, I can give you other answers, I can give you some deep answers, but then you're already going to have you could have problems. Exactly. Surrender because of Kaddish Baruch. Surrender is a choice. Surrender now. Right. It is predetermined I mean, that you surrender. You have to have the mindset of surrender. That mindset was predetermined. Yeah. You, you have to have the mindset. You have to have the mindset. When in life, who knows? Yeah. It is important to think about this. You have to yeah. surrender to what, though? Surrender to be. Yeah. <laughs> I don't yeah, think you could always add that. Yeah. Every time you, that you, you say something, it was predetermined. It's waiting for the. This was it. Oh, okay. This is it. No, I got it. I, if you get this Nakuda, then. then this is like the you so clearly of life. It doesn't matter. Because if you believe that Kodesh Baruch is good, then it's all good. What's this? Why is the question bothering you? Right. Well, I think the, we don't want to sound deterministic. I think the Chirah before the fact is always a good thing, and then after after the Chirah, whatever happens, it's good to believe that that's it's all from Him. Yeah. It was, o- it was right. always. The next level is to get your kids on that page and it's, everybody it's around you. It's important for you to feel like you have, that you have something to do with it. All right, Mr. Shabbat, continue. It, 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 it's important.